When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, brother? Hey, what up? Uh, what, I was gonna say good morning, but it's kind of afternoon. Yeah, man. Hey. I, I uh, <laughs> you know what? I had a late night last night. I was watching. Uh, I was watching the Parasol documentary. Dude, Did you watch so the Parasol documentary? I I've started it. I am not finished with it, but I am loving what I'm seeing so far. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. I think who, the people who did it did a great job. Um, you know, obviously, the documentary talks about Paris, her life, um, and you get to see you learn a lot about her that you didn't know, and it's very interesting. She's had a. It's hard to say she had a tough time growing up because she was very blessed, but we don't know what's going on in everyone's head. But you just you you find out a little bit about her journey, and she's dealt with. Like just, just weird shit. Well, like well, she, I you was, know what it is. I think it's seeing the real side behind it. Like you, you look at her and her fame and how she has this blessed life and she got all the money in the world and and then you realize that a lot of these people are really like sad and lonely when yes. the doors are closed because they're constantly traveling so they don't have like any structure in their life. Paris is like this is like the number one thing. She doesn't have she doesn't like have a husband. She doesn't have kids. She doesn't you know it's like. You just travel the world, so you're spending every day with random people around the world. And it kind of, at the end, sucks. Yeah, she's not fulfilled. You know, obviously she grew up with uh, being very, very fortunate with, you know, she seems like she had great parents. You know, her parents seem very good on her, you know? Like, I don't understand what went wrong, but, you know, and I don't think anything did go wrong. I just don't think she's fulfilled, and I think she needs to find something that needs to be fulfilled. But my biggest beef with the documentary is, is when they brought up the sex tape. And she plays the victim in the sex tape. And she says, you know, this guy brought out the camera and he said he was, you know, and said this would be great. This is just for us. And then the video gets out there and she plays the victim. Now, that could have happened. She could have been filmed and she didn't know the video was going to go out there. However, for a video to go out there, for a sex tape to be released, for people to pay for a sex tape, both people need to sign on for the sex tape. Am I correct, Dax? You are correct. I it, uh, obviously I don't know the full details whether there was amount of like blackmailing going into that whether she kind of felt she had to sign up I don't know I don't know the the full story I've c- kind of heard conflicting rumors throughout the years um, whether or not this was a pre-planned thing or whether she was kind of forced to sign it because it was already like going out whether or not she wanted it so it was either okay we're gonna put it out either you're gonna make money on it or you're not gonna make money on it. So yeah. at the end of the day, it was like, okay, well, I'd rather make money on it than it go out and I don't make a dime. And it's yeah, still I, out there. I just don't know the truth on it. I don't know who to believe. And it's not anything against her. It's just that it's hard for me to understand. That's just me personally saying it's hard for me to understand yeah. that you, yeah, you had to sign some, somewhere you signed the paper. And maybe it's just, maybe you did. Maybe you just signed the paper because you knew it was going to go out there and you might as well make some money on it. I don't well, know. You know, I I am interested. I you know, we've got Shiraz coming on today. Shiraz is all over this documentary. He is 
her social media specialist. So if you watch the documentary, you'll see him pop up all over the place. He's kind of like the guy in charge. Um, but he's a really interesting guy. We'll talk a little bit more about him before we, we have him on. Um, but I think he's going to have some interesting perspectives of what Paris is like in real life. Yeah, before we get to him, uh, we do a contest here. It's one of the easiest contests out there. Um, where we give out free gifts and to our, you know, a free cool gift to our, our listeners, and those are listeners who leave reviews and and subscribe to our page. So all you gotta do is subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and after if you leave a review, every episode we announce uh, one of the people who leave a review. It's at a random. It's people who leave a good review, and you can win a good prize. Last month we were working our, with our friends at Autograph City. Uh, Primetime signatures, they're awesome people for autograph memorabilia. This month, we uh, partner with our people at Sun River Botanicals. Shout out to them. You can follow them on Instagram if you're into CBD. They are one of the best CBD companies out there. They got topicals. They got creams. They got pill. It, it's just they just do an awesome, awesome stuff. So if you're into the, uh, the CBD market, please check out Sun River Botanicals. You will not be... Uh, Disappointed. Check them out on Instagram. Uh, if you leave a review, you could win uh, $360 worth of gifts from Sun River Botanicals. I mean, that's the type of prizes we're giving out here. Um, so, Dax, leave a re- No purchase necessary. We literally give it away. I don't know why our, we're not <laughs> flooded with reviews. And it's like we're literally handing it out. Um, and every time we give something away, someone writes in and Adam ends up sending it. But, uh, We'll do it again. Yes. Uh, so, Dax, who's winning this uh, this week? All right. So, this week, here is a, a review I see. It is by JT Stripes. It says, Hollywood Raw is everything. Five-star review. And the, co- uh, the comment says, the addicting podcast you've been looking for. The best mix of celebrity interviews, experts in the business giving juicy info you can't read in the tabloids, and two paps sharing the craziest interactions or even friendships with some of the biggest stars. So there you go. So from JT Stripes, thank you for your review. I, I, I love reading them. Um, tell your friends. That's all I can say. Tell your friends because this podcast keeps getting bigger and we're really having fun. Yeah, and make sure you send me a message on Instagram or social media, and I'll make sure you get your prize. And guys, just leave a review, and you could get a prize too. Uh, we give uh, one, uh, we give out a prize every week, so it's pretty cool. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, thank you, Sun River Botanicals. I'm excited for today's podcast. This guy is so interesting, and like this guy in some ways has been running Hollywood for a long time. It's been sort and, of like... And you know what the funny part? It's a name that m- people probably won't know, but how he's like the puppeteer of Hollywood is literally what I would call it. As soon as you hear what he has to say, you're like, holy shit, this was the guy behind it all. It's- behind it, like, behind the biggest celebrities in the world. So, like, I'm talking Kim Kardashian, Paris Hilton, Zendaya, Priyanka Chopra, like, huge people. Right? Yeah. Oh, dude, for sure. I mean, uh, and those are just some of the many stars that have gotten help uh, over the years from our, our guest today. Uh, it, it's even fair to say that he actually made them famous, put them on the map, and he's now even teaching a class on how to be famous. Uh, our guest today is Shiraz Hassan. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I, I've been I've been known about you for a long, long time. So thank you for taking the time. Uh, your story is insanely interesting. I, you know. I was up late last night watching the Paris Hilton documentary. Me and Dax both thought it was great. It was interesting. It shows Paris in a different light. Um, we, f- we learn a lot about her. We find out who the real Paris is. 
Um, was this part of your strategy? Was this, did you have a lot of take on this? Because I know you're the social media strategist and had a lot to do with her career. But how much was this influenced by Shiraz? This is actually all Paris. Uh, you know, I, I was calling uh, for her career activation. Um, she was launching her skincare line in Korea. Uh, but what you saw in the, uh, the documentary, that this really is the real Paris. You know, I've traveled the world with her. Um, I speak to her on a daily basis. You know, we're very close for the last 15 years. And a lot of people, you know, they don't, they don't, you know, they see one side, right, of the story, you know, but you never see the actual real, real celebrity. And, uh, you know, what you see is what you get. You know, that is the real Paris. I mean, you know, you have the character, you know, you have the personality, you have the media, you know, the paparazzi, the business, the media, you get all of that kind of stuff. But when you dig, when you dig deep, I can tell you right now, I mean, you know, she's kind of knocked out every single influence and celebrity one punch because that's what you call substance substance everyone else is doing fluff everyone else is showing tits and ass everyone else is trying to go after the likes man she went for the heartstrings you know or you know i mean she you think about it she just ripped the curtains open right whereas everybody else you know you look at these social media stars today you know i've been in the business for 20 years so i don't get intimidated by no celebrity right because i've given celebrities millions of dollars and i've given billions of dollars of earned media to these stars you know so for me, I, I see right through it, you know. So, so when I see somebody like Paris, why I'm so close with her, is because she's the real deal, you know. And and uh, you know, if if you look at majority of people today on social media, you know, they live this fake life, you know, they live this false illusion, let's call it. Um, whereas Paris Hilton was raw, you know. This is how it is, you know. This is what I'm going through. Um, you know, you might think that that life is beautiful, but you know, I do go through a lot of pain, you know. So in her credit. Uh, it takes a lot, you know, when, when, when she called me to go to Korea, those cameras were rolling, man. The second she landed in Korea, uh, I was, uh, pretty much instrumental of creating a massive disruption in Korea. That's why people call me, you don't call me for traditional PR says <laughs> you call me to fucking shut shit down, you know? So, uh, <laughs> uh, so she calls me up, you know, get to Korea and, uh, it was unfiltered, man. I mean, the cameras were rolling, you know, there was no censoring, man. That literally from the, the minute I was with her, Till the second I put her into bed, those cameras are rolling. So what, what I love yeah. about this documentary, Shiraz, honestly, is I feel that I've been telling people for 12 years that Paris Hilton is one of the smartest people in this entire industry, and they don't believe you. They don't believe you because they see her persona, mm. and they see her act in a certain way. And I feel like this documentary finally was like, Look, this is what I've been saying for so long. She is brilliant. She's smart. She plays the role and she plays it perfectly. And she's built an empire based on it. But she's smart. She's kind. She's all of these things that I feel like I've been telling people. And I'm like, see, I told you all. And, and it really is. And, and you're and, right, Dex, because you know why? Miss Kim Kardashian had to be humble, man. Yeah. <laughs> West Jew on record. It's a fact. Yeah. Right? So, because Paris so, is the OG, man. Yeah, so take us back. I want to go back to like when you met Paris, when you met Kim. Like, what was it like when they were before they were famous? And like, how did how was your influence to get them to kind of where they are today? So I can tell you, I was running a business called Hollywood TV. I'll give you a bit of a, a little summary. So um, background is I have a restaurant background in London. You know, came out to Los Angeles. My first, uh, let's call it my Hollywood uh, opening was I created a TV show that uh, promoted Hollywood to Bollywood the Indian film industry. So I made that niche for myself and I created 200 episodes uh, of a show called Tinseltown. And I was on the red carpet back then uh, doing interviews, one-on-one -on -one interviews, junkets and everything, literally um, interviewing Hollywood stars about India and Bollywood. I was the only person doing it back then. This was 2000 and um, 
four, I was doing this. And um, I built my relationships in Hollywood back then, you know, with all the studios, all the media companies, because they wanted that extra reach. You know, I was giving them extra half a billion people reach in the South Asian market across the world in over, in a, over 100 countries at the time we were airing. So I did that. It was a great show, very successful, until one day I was on um, Robertson Boulevard in West Hollywood. Okay, I was having coffee with my business partner, and Britney Spears walks into this coffee shop with 20 paparazzis following. And, um, I, and at that time, you know, I didn't even know, I wasn't even dealing with paparazzi or nothing, but I was just sitting there. They just stormed into this coffee shop, all cars out on the street, on, uh, on outside Robertson, engines on. And these dudes just come in, start taking pictures, and they're gone. The next day, I get a phone call from my mother telling me, oh, Shiraz, I saw you on Sky News. I saw you on BBC. You know, you're all over the news with Britney Spears. And I was telling my mom, no, mom, I was in the coffee shop, and I happened to be in the same store. <laughs> As Britney Spears. <laughs> and my poor mom thought I've made it. She was like, oh my God, you're on CNN, you're whatever, you're on the news. And I said, no, no, no. I sat with my business partner and I said, okay, if Britney Spears can get me on Sky News and BBC and my mom can see it, then we're about to get into the business of Britney Spears. So I told my business partner, I said, who are these guys? You know, by the way, they were some TMZ guys. Uh, yeah. And I went up to them the next day and I said to you guys, who do you guys work for? It was a bunch of agencies that they were all freelancing for. And, you know, all these guys are kind of corruptible. So I basically showed some money and I said, however much you're making, no problem. I'm going to give you more. And now you work for me. And within 24 hours, I signed all these guys up uh, to work for my company at the time it was Hollywood TV. And uh, I literally put the lockdown on Britney Spears. Anyone would to come near Britney Spears, I'd have I'd hire people to block them. You won't get no one near Britney Spears. <laughs> Um, and, and, I, and I monopolized Britney at that time. There were only a couple other agencies um, that we were working with at the time, but we were like the main one. And then how I disrupted the market, uh, how I put a baseball bat through Hollywood, is I got all that content and I gave it away for free. Yeah. I didn't charge one dollar. I remember, I rem yeah. Shiraz, I remember this happening because- People were making a lot of money back then, bro. And I came in and I said, free. I said, you're gonna compete with free? It was it was so smart because I remember we would at TMZ. I, my job was to literally license photos and videos, and I would remember seeing your stuff like popping up everywhere. I'm like, Hollywood TV is like just a new player, and I see them everywhere. And I love the videos. I they were just great content. It was raw. It was real. You actually felt like you saw the celebrity like for not the, for the character they were, but who they were as an actual person. I love the content. I remember it was barely YouTube back then, right? So we were like the real innovators back then. And what I did was as I was building the brand. So I said, okay, you know, I can, I can try and compete with everybody else or I can reinvent my own lane here and give it away for free, put the logo on it, make sure everyone in the world gets to see and hear the word Hollywood.tv. And uh, we service that content out to the world. And um, literally, Brittany... Really, she put us on the map, you know, and what I did is I had teams of people there. It was it was at the peak, you know, 2006, 2007, whatever, of, of the craziness of Britney. And uh, we, we dominated the market. You know, I used to have news news stations coming up with their vans, you know, after the sh shoot's already done and they're chugging up the whatever Mulholland to try and get the shot. And we block everybody. That's it. I'm not joking. I used to hire, I used to, I, I used to hire 
five of my Brazilian, let's call it my gladiators, man. They were just parked the car, man, and news channels would come and they're blocked. You want the content? You come through Hollywood TV. So <laughs> People don't realize like what happens out there in the, in the world when it comes to paparazzi. I, I, I remember, and- man, news agencies were calling me, telling me that your guys just smashed our news reporter's camera. You know, they're getting in, they're fighting or whatever. And I said, listen, I can make your job very easy. Sit at home. I'm going to give it for free. Back off. <laughs> In the news station, right? So, so we we built this network, and um, literally overnight, I was servicing Britney Spears to the entire world. So we had that network built, and then um, at the time, once we'd done all the stuff with Britney Spears, then after that, I was on Paris, you know. And then a lot of my guys would be going to Malibu at the time, right? And uh, she had a beach house in Malibu. So uh, the guys would get the content, whatever, and they'd come back. I'd see this content. And Paris at that time, you know, I mean, you know, you're talking at the peak. I mean, she was like, you know, the boss, 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 you know. It was unbelievable. It was all Paris Hilton, Britney Spears, you know. They were, they were the key, key stories in the world. And uh, I said to these guys, I said, we're getting so much content for Paris. You know, you, she's coming out to the beach. She, she comes in and she goes out on a deck. You get a couple of shots. You go back. I said, let me go one day, you know. So I, 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 I jumped in one of the paparazzi cars, you know, and then they took me to Malibu. And not knowing, I gotta fucking go through water. Okay, so I, I, we park up near whatever the um, colony kind of area, and then we had to sneak over. So I'm going here, and, and I'm looking at this paparazzi. Says, "Yeah, yeah, the water's only gonna go up to like your chest." I said, "What the hell is this? Are you taking the damn photos?" I'm gonna go. He said, "No, you gotta go." So, so wait, uh, to, to explain to people the way it works is like there's houses and then there's beach in front yeah. and then it like hits private, a spot where private. the beat there is no more beach. There's just water just and then it'll go private. to beach again. You, so that's where he had to go. The only way to get to that beach is going through the private community, which is through security. OK, and, you know, we don't do that. Right. So I have to pay people to go and swim and get the damn shot. Right. So they go, <laughs> they go around, they go around, they go through the water up to their chest, holding their cameras up. And then they'd walk out to the sand. Then they'd walk into the private area. And because technically it was a public beach, so we kind of knew our rules with the, with the sheriffs and the law enforcement. There was one area that, that they couldn't kind of touch the paparazzi, you know. So anyway, I walk through the water, get through the ocean, and then I'm sitting there. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You guys do this all the time to get these photos. <laughs> and then they're sitting there. I said, I'm going to do one, one thing better. Literally what I did is I went back, got wet again, swam myself back. And uh, next day, I said to the paparazzi, whenever every, uh, when Paris is back here, let me know. I drove back and I knocked on her door from the front, okay? I knocked, <laughs> <laughs> I knocked, I knocked on her door and uh, I said to her manager, um, uh, he answered the door. I think it was Jamie. Was it Jamie or Jason? I, I can't remember who it was at the time. But I, I knocked on the door and uh, the manager opens up and I said, listen, uh, this is who I am. I run a company called Hollywood.tv. We do one, two, three, four, five. And I said, there's no way. I said, we've we got to make a deal here because there's no way my boys are going to keep going through this ocean. Let's cut a deal, you and I, right now, and let's work together. You know, and I want to see Paris Hilton. And the dude basically, I swear to God, he let me in. He, he let me wow. in the house, uh, spoke to Paris Hilton. And um, I had met her a couple times prior, uh, uh, but not in a work environment, you know, maybe just at a party or whatever. And I told Paris, I said, yeah, I want to work with you. You know, this is my company and this is what I do. And let's make each other's lives easier. Because, you know, my, gladi- my, my, my gladiators ain't leaving. You know, they're staying from the morning to the night, you know, and literally uh, it, it wasn't even a, a handshake. It was a business hug, you know, that ended up turning into a friendship. And uh, I've worked, and that was, what, a, 2000, I think it was that 2005, 2006, around that era, you know, the Britney Spears era. 
And um, since, I mean, since that moment till, you know, this is Paris, I'm still working with her. You know, it's amazing. So you guys make this deal and say, hey, let's make each other's lives easier. What what then happens after that? Are you setting up shots with her? Is she just telling you where she's going? And then at that point, then we're the, we're the machine. You know, we're, we're, we're the paparazzi machine, you know. And remember, she has paparazzi following her around the world, you know. But then we become a very, you know, a close a close ally to Paris, you know. Uh, so we make sure, and even if we, even if we have to sneak her out of places, even have to block places, even to get her out and just, you know, we were, we were just her close ally, you know. And uh, it became very, very powerful friendship. And now I can actually call her family, you know. And and when you're working, and by the way, back then, guess who was text messaging me? Where we're going to be? Where we're going to go? Oh, please, can you come here? Kim. Kim Kardashian. Yeah, that was her assistant. Well, so well, she was the one. Kim Kardashian. She was there. Jamming my damn phone up on a consistent basis. Oh, <laughs> let's go here. Let's go here. Oh, we're going to be seen here. And then um, I built a relationship with Kim. And then uh, I was working with Paris. And then they had that fallout. And uh, then uh, Kim Kardashian uh, reaches out to me and uh, we basically uh, connect and we, um, you know, we then start putting that machine behind Kim Kardashian. And that's what we did. Did you see like the star potential with Kim? Like, how, how did you say like, yeah, I, I want to work with Kim as well? I mean, Paris has this like thing. So did you Paris, see Paris that had, thing Paris, with Kim? Paris had the X factor. Okay. That, that I'm not going to lie. That, that girl, wherever I was with her, even till this day. You know, you're talking about 15 years, wherever we travel in the planet, okay, that woman has electric power. She has some kind of aura, energy around her. And I've traveled, you know, many, many countries, Asia, you know, Europe, uh, Middle East, India. I mean, I've gone all, all over the place with Paris, right? And it's, it's one of those energies that she walks into a room and she demands the room. She controls the room. There's no, I don't care how rich you are, I don't care how powerful you are, I don't give a damn how many fucking Bugattis you got. When Paris Hilton walks into the room, it's fucking game on. Every, <laughs> she steals the damn attention. And there's not many celebrities that have that power. Right? So she had that. Now the one thing that I saw in Kim Kardashian that I would call her X factor at the time was her hunger. This girl, I mean, I've listen, I've worked with the biggest stars on the planet, okay? And Kim Kardashian's hunger was undeniable. And at the time when I saw her, you know, nice looking girl, average, you know, you know nice. I mean, you know, just good girl. But what, uh, what impressed me the most is I'd never seen anyone with that level of hunger and desire. And I'm meeting her and she's telling me back then as Paris Hilton's assistant and stylist that I'm going to become the most famous person in the world and i'm just looking at her in the eye saying wow really oh yeah absolutely so pretty much we at that moment from then uh we were the machine we were the machine behind uh you know uh kim knew that um uh, we were the machine behind paris hilton and then uh i made a relationship with kim kardashian and uh pretty much you know we were i was working with her from the beginning days you know i would say from 2005 till about 2013, 14, uh, around that time, you know, I took her to Kuwait in 2012, 11, all the Middle East trips around 2011, 2012, and then we did a bit of stuff in uh, 13, 14, and then uh, after that, it was just business deals after that, you know, but the meet the, the, meet, the machine that we built for, for Kim Kardashian, hands down, I've never heard more no's in my life than the word Kim Kardashian, bro. 
I mean, I've heard uh, you, you think you think Colonel Sanders had a thousand no's on fucking KFC. Trust me, I had more than a thousand no's on Kim Kardashian when I was pushing her down everyone's throat. People didn't care. They did not care. They did not care about the word Kim Kardashian. I had to get a baseball bat and smash the damn. Uh, 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 <laughs> everyone is like, listen, this girl is going to pop. This girl is going to pop. And when you have a machine behind her, you know, and you have a paparazzi and then you're syndicating that content, you're creating breaking news around the world, you know, you're building it up, you know, and, uh, and that's what we did, you know, and, and she had hunger. And that's why I loved about Kim Kardashian. The girl is fucking hungry. She's hungry. She doesn't take a no. You know, everyone else, you know, they say, I want to make it. I want to be famous. I want to be successful. Bullshit. The first bit of rejection, they're crying. They don't have thick skin. This woman's made a steal. She's made a steal, bro. It doesn't matter about rejection. She's like fucking Iron Man, you know? It doesn't matter how much you push, push, push. She has that self-belief. I'm going to become the most famous person in the world as Paris, Hilton, as, uh, as Paris Hilton's assistant and her stylist. This is what Kim Kardashian is saying. So when you have that kind of belief and you have that kind of uh, uh, mindset, then I, I tell you, bro, she deserves everything she gets. Because if someone comes in with that mindset and, you know, she has a bulldog as a mother, you know, what more do you want? You know, you have the perfect combination, you know, and then if you have a media machine behind you that's working with you consistently, you know, and, uh, and that was me. That was my company. You know, no one can take that away from me. That is a fact. And I will go head to head with anyone because I, I only I know what I had to do. And all the dead bodies that are buried in in <laughs> Hollywood, I know what it took to build a connection. Only I know. So, so what was like the strategy though? Like obviously you and Kim had a conversation. What was your strategy like to take her career to the next level? Was it just going to say, all right, every single photographer, we're going to pay you to shoot her. So then the editorials the next day were just the only photos they could really run were just Kim Kardashian photos. Like what was your strategy with that? A lot of the strategies were, you got to remember, when you're running a, a paparazzi business, you know where uh, the paparazzi, uh, you know, you know where other celebrities are, right? So when you know where other celebrities are, then of course, you know, Kim, you ain't eating in this restaurant tonight. You're going to that restaurant. You know, so it's all strategy. You know, you're positioning celebrities where other celebrities are, you know, and it's very important to be if, if there's 50 cameras waiting outside a restaurant for the Beckhams, you know, we're going to that restaurant. You know what I mean? So it's all about positioning and, and association. And 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 for for us, you know, we, we would make sure that, you know, we were designing a calendar, you know, where to be seen, you know, where, where to go out. You have a look, look at if you, uh, for all of your, your, your listeners, <clears throat> for all of your listeners out there, there are majority of restaurants uh, in Los Angeles, let's call it the, uh, the people to be seen at, okay? You know, the it crowd. They're only the it crowd because we make them, you know, we're the media. We're, we, we make those restaurants. We make those clubs. We make those bars. Without us, you know, uh, creating the, the chaos outside these establishments, they're not, they don't come the, the, the cool spot. So, when celebrities go to these places and we have, you know, armies of cameras being seen there, you know, that's why all of these customers are going there to see celebrities, you know, and, and there's an obsession in L.A., you know, uh, I travel any, around the world and it's only in L.A. where you go to a restaurant where someone walks in and you turn your head because you just don't know who they're going to be, you know, and 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 the downside is with L.A., that, you know, you have a lot of, you know, rich people they are all trying to show off or whatever, but you can't bring that into a restaurant, my friend. So what you got a Bugatti? So what you got all the bling, your red, red bottom heels and your Birkin bag? That ain't fame. Fame is not a Birkin bag. Fame is not a Bugatti. 
Fame is when you walk into a fucking restaurant and everyone knows your face. That's fame. And that's the likes of Kim Kardashian, Paris Hilton. We paved the way for that, you know? And then other celebrities, look at others. I have today, I cannot mention names, A-list stars, brother, that are hitting me up. Oh, we're going to a restaurant and can you please make sure cameras are there? Now, during Corona, my business has gone tenfold because there's no events. There's no events happening in Hollywood. There's no red carpets going on right now. So the only red carpet is they hit up Fame by Shiraz. We send cameras. They're going to get into the media. They're going to get into the news. Otherwise, where are you going to wear your fancy dress? Where are you going to wear it? There's nothing going on. This year, 2020, is done. And, let, you know, and uh, with, with all the media reports saying now, you know, it could be things will uh, get back to normal. End of 2021. End of 2021. So now you're talking about celebrities who need the injection of fame to stay relevant, the only way they can do it is through companies like myself, Fame by Shiraz. How else are you going to do it? You tell me. Well, You're going to go to a restaurant. You're going to go to a I've seen it. Just a couple of days ago, uh, there, were rest, uh, there were celebrities coming out of uh, Catch and, you know, Avra, whatever, El Pasteo. These are, by the way, these are like really hot spots in, in, in the West Hollywood area. No cameras, my friend. Do, do, do you know what kind of pain that causes a celebrity when you come out of a hotspot Hollywood restaurant and you're with your friends and there's not one camera? Wow. So that means you're on the same level as us. <laughs> and, that's, and that's when we get the phone calls. So what I want to know, though, is like, I feel like you could take pictures of someone every single day and the world could still not care. That's then you've got like a Bailing or a Phoebe Price who like literally the paparazzi have followed them, but they don't get placement. So how do you make someone like a Kim Kardashian get to be at the point where people care about her, that people want tire, her, that they no longer say no to you anymore? You tire into the news or you do some tricks that I used to do back in the day is if you want this content, I'll give you this content. You're not going to air Britney. Uh, you're not going to air Kim Kardashian. You're not. Okay, no problem. The next time you want someone shaving their head, don't call me. The next time you want someone beating someone up, don't call me, because you're going to air Kim Kardashian. And I used it as bait. So you got to remember, I've got the gold. I've got the content. So I make the rules. So if a media company's telling me, oh, I'm not going to air Kim Kardashian, absolutely not, Shiraz, which, by the way, happened to me multiple times. I remember I had a, a contract um, uh, with many different TV channels, and I used to literally get uh, threatened. If you keep giving us uh, this talent called Kim Kardashian, we don't want to do business with you. I said, really? I said, this, so, so when I get my next breaking story, then I then lose my number. Oh, no, 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 Shiraz. We need the breaking news. But if you need the breaking news, you're Aaron Kim Kardashian. Very simple. So that's why it's an advantage having a media partner like us when you're with a celebrity, because we know what people want in real time, right? And, and then plus, we make it relevant. You know, we make sure the story's tied into the news. You know, you don't just, you know, just do the basic stuff. You've got to make sure you keep them relevant, you know? And, and that's what we did, you know? And if you do it on a consistent basis, you know, and, and, and you have a talent that's hungry, okay? Remember I told you, hunger, you know? So that's the big difference. You know, why Kim Kardashian today is one of them, actually probably the most, one of the most famous people in the world and a billionaire because of her self-belief. You gotta remember every other person in the world who's trying to get into the business that wants to, let's just say, be Kim Kardashian, um, they ain't got no chance, brother. They hear a few no's and they're, they're shaking. They're panicking. A bit of negativity. 
They're having an overdose. They're not getting any likes. They start shaking. Kim Kardashian, I told you, Iron Man, Wonder Woman. When you have, when you have a chest of steel and bullets are being shot at you, you don't care. The bullets are popping off. That's the power of self-belief. So, you know, that's why there are only a few celebrities in the world. The Michael Jacksons, the Madonnas, you know, the Michael Jordans, you know, the Kim Kardashians, the Paris Hiltons, the JLo's. It's a handful that can do that. And that's all based upon a belief system that you need to have from the beginning. And I, and, and I always tell people, you know, that and, and from my side, that's what, you know, I'm, 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 uh, we'll get into that about my Fame by Shiraz Masterclass is, you know, this business is a very painful business. You know, people want to get into this business, but they don't understand the other side of this business. And I've had the optics for the last 20 years of seeing so much pain, you know, and, and having two beautiful daughters. You know, I said to myself, you know, now now's the time. You know, if I'm going to uh, teach people my life experiences, then I'm going to teach people uh, what it really takes to become famous. Because the traditional way is bullshit. It doesn't work. The, the, the traditional way will either end up, you'll become homeless, you'll be broke, you'll end up selling your soul and definitely doing a deal with the devil. 100%. So, the Me Too movement, bro, it's happening right now. Who said it's over? Right now it's happening. You know how many sleazeballs there are in Hollywood that are sleeping with people uh, to, uh, to make them famous? Bullshit. Right now it's happening. Right now. So unless someone speaks the truth and gives people the education and the tricks of what it will take to become the next big thing without doing a deal with the devil, trust me, I can give you that information because I've lived it for the last 20 years and I've built some of the biggest careers in this town. So when you've seen those optics and you've seen uh, how the business really, really works, you know, I'm, I'm going to give you the real deal. You know, what is it going to take? And that's what's needed right now, because especially with the likes of social media, because now people, they have even more competition. Now they're even more insecure. Oh my God, I post something, I'm not getting, getting any likes. Oh my God, do I need to lose weight? Do I need to buy this? Do I need to do this? The amount of pressure that is on people right now just to give them their drug of fame, it's, a, it's, it's sickening. So you need to be able to control that drug. And that's what, that's what I've done with, the, with my Fame by Shiraz Masterclass. I've made sure, you know, because I have two daughters, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give people the absolute truth. Um, and I don't care. You know why? Because I've done it. You know, just last year, I, I gave Jennifer Lopez $2 million for a 20 minutes appearance. Bro, I've got buyers all over the world. In my phone, I probably have a thousand rich buyers that want to do business with celebrities. So I, I've, got, I've got the drug, bro. I've got the drug of fame. So I can give you money and I can give you fame. So I'm not intimidated. I've given celebrities millions and millions and millions of dollars in appearance and in, in endorsement deals because I've got that network. Do I have it just in America? No, worldwide. You know, I've done, I've done deals all over the world with international countries. And when they need a celebrity, they call me. How did the J-Lo deal come about? Because I think that's fascinating. That, I mean, to get paid $2 million for 20 minutes, like how do you even strike that deal? Did she come to you? Does the buyer come to you? How did uh, that happen? First of all, people in the international market, as well as in America, they know if, if we're looking for a celebrity and uh, to broker uh, the best deal that has access to that talent, Fame by Shiraz. It's just known, in, in, especially in the Middle East and India and China and Asia. Those markets, they know. If you need a, a big, big, big A-list star or a big influence or whatever, I get that phone call. So there was one of my clients in Qatar. Um, that's where the World Cup's going to be happening in 2022. Um, they called me up and they said, we're looking for a, a huge celebrity, uh, a huge celebrity to do uh, uh, an opening, you know, and a performance. You know, it's like 20 minutes work. And uh, this is our budget. 
you know, and I literally told them, okay, no problem. So I already had the money. I already knew I had the commitment and I have access to all the celebrities and their management anyway. And uh, when I make a, that phone call and I tell you you're going to get $2 million and you're going to dance on stage for 20 minutes, you're taking that money, you know, and then I, I do everything. I execute the entire process A to Z from the second they leave their home in LA or New York or whatever, and they go to the, the foreign country. Uh, return back uh, to wherever Beverly Hills from the private jets to the security to the ground to the fans to the buyers to the meet and greets to the performance to the logistics my company deals with everything you know and I've been doing it for so long so I have that network so so the key thing for me was uh, over the years um, when people knew that I have all of this proximity with celebrities then obviously buyers would be and sponsors and brands would be spotting me and saying you know what Shiraz we need this we need this we need this um, and I, I, I get requests all the time, every single day. There's some request that comes in from a foreign country you probably haven't even heard of uh, that wants Hollywood, you know. Hollywood is a, an obsession, you know. And your traditional agencies, you know, the likes of CAA and William Morris and all of those uh, companies, you know, they don't really go out. They take inbound, you know. They answer the phone and broker the deal. My troopers are out on the ground, bro, and breaking bread with people in Qatar and Saudi Arabia and India and, you know, and all those different countries. So we have those relationships. So they trust us, you know, and then we have the relationships with all the agents and managers anyway. And then we uh, we broker the deals. You know, how did you work with Priyanka Chopra? What did you exactly do with her? So Priyanka Chopra, she is uh, one of the biggest stars in uh, in Bollywood at the time. Huge, huge celebrity. And um, her manager was a very close friend of mine. Um, she was building her career out here. Amazing. She's another Christian, by the way. Angela, her name is Bulldog. And um, she was doing that. And I said, you know what, let's create some disruption. She ain't on a magazine in America yet. She's using India. And uh, I got her on her first uh, US cover. Um, that was me that booked that in the United States. Um, uh, it was Pranker's first cover. And then I said, let's, let's shut down West Hollywood. And at the time, I had a, a company um, called Millions of Milkshakes. Uh, and I said, I'm going to bring her to West Hollywood and I'm going to make a point in front of every single PR company, every media company. I'm literally going to shut down the, uh, the, the, the millions of milkshakes in the heart of West Hollywood. And if I were to try and get a permit, it would, they wouldn't have given me one. If I had gone to the city of Beverly Hills, sorry, to West Hollywood and said, oh, I'm going to do one, two, three, four, five, they would have rejected everything. What did I do? No permits. I said, let's shut down this place. No permission. Let's go. Let's get the cops here. Let's get the sheriffs here. Let's create some excitement in fucking West Hollywood, you know? <laughs> and, I, I, and I did that. And I, you know, I had a, at least 1,000, you know, 1,500 people show up uh, uh, to her appearance. And we made a big mark in West Hollywood. That, that one moment, I would say, was a very pinnacle moment in Priyanka's career. And then right after that, we, had, uh, uh, we did an appearance in Orange County. Uh, I think it was in, in, in Anaheim. It was in Artesia. We got her as the main um, uh, ambassador uh, for an Independence Day. And there was, I think, 100,000 people showed up. And Priyanka Chopra was the main guest. And you got America. America didn't know. Who is Priyanka? You know, you see a beautiful Indian girl, but they didn't know what the power of Bollywood was. They had no idea. They're clueless. They were like, okay, we know Hollywood. We don't know what Bollywood is. We have no idea what Bollywood is. We do not know what Bollywood is, you know? So we were the ones that made it happen. And we... we uh, we, we created the media, the paparazzi, you know, the breaking news, you know, making sure people knew exactly who Priyanka Chopra was and, and, and everybody knew. And, 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 and after that, it was just a snowball effect, you know, because then everybody's seeing it. Everybody's, everyone's getting built up to this, you know? That's so interesting. I was, you know, I, I see that you obviously still have a very tight relationship with Paris, but do you still talk with Kim? Do you still talk with Priyanka, Zendaya? Do you talk with these people that you have essentially helped get them to where they are? 
Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm James Bond. If you need me, you call me, you know? So I, I have good relationships with all of them, you know? But I, they're at their careers now, man. They're at that peak. You know, if they, if they, if they need something, they know who to call, you know? And, and, I'm, an, and I'm a guy that, you know, it's, uh, I'm a trusted guy. You know, they know I'm going to get the job done. You know, if Zendayas goes to London uh, last year or whatever, I get that phone call, you know? Uh, Kim Kardashian, if deals come up, you know, I, I deal with them, you know? If, if something comes up where I'm going to benefit and they're going to benefit, I'll call, you know? Um, I'm, I'm, a busy, I'm a busy guy and I have access to, you know, hundreds of brands, hundreds of celebrities, you know, uh, hundreds of <laughs> rich people. So I've got, I've built a network for myself that, uh, you know, we all helped each other get to where we are, you know, and I'm very grateful to, you know, Kim Kardashian, Paris Hilton, Kris Jenner, you know, Zendaya, Priyanka, Logan, I mean, Miley, I've worked with all of them, you know, they're, they're all a part of my journey. They're all a part of Fame by Shiraz Masterclass. Didn't you do some stuff with Logan Paul as far as with the with the wedding? Yeah, no, so I've done a couple of things with Logan. I, the first thing I did with the, uh, Logan, I took him to Dubai. So I created the, the largest meet and greet ever in the Dubai Mall. I shut that place down. There was over uh, 100,000 people trying to get into the mall just to meet Logan Paul. Um, the biggest disruption ever. No one's ever been able to do what I did in the Middle East, uh, let, let alone in the United States. You know, I took him out there. I made him speak Arabic. I made him uh, recite from the Quran. <laughs> I made this dude into half Muslim, brother. <laughs> I made him embrace the, the Arab world. And, 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 and with his respect, he did. So he melted the hearts of the Arab world. And I strategically did the whole execution A to, A to Z. And it really took his brand to a completely different level. You know, so that was massive for Logan Paul. And then okay, uh, but here's a question. Did you approach Logan or did Logan approach you? Like, do you see the star potential in someone and you go, I'm going to focus on this person so that I can take them to the next level? Like, or are people coming to you because your name's big enough? Yeah, I, I got a call from his agent, actually. His agent was at CAA. Um, uh, his name is called Paul. And uh, he he uh, he reached out to me and he said, look, you know, I know you're doing all the big activations in Middle East. Cause remember, I've done J-Lo. I've done all the, all, the, all the big celebrities. Right. So they know they know me. All the agencies, they know if celebrities need cash, they need money. Call Fame by Shiraz. I'm the one that will find the money. You know, right. So he, he called me, pitched me Logan. And then I met with his manager, manager, Jeffrey. And I said, listen, if we're going to do it, I'm going to do it big. You know, I want to shut down the Middle East. I want to create the biggest disruption of all time. And we did. You know, I had members of the royal family across, you know, the uh, Saudi, Qatar, Dubai, UAE, Abu Dhabi, Kuwait, Bahrain. All of the kids of the royal families flew in, bro, on jets just to meet our Logan Paul. You know, that's the kind of power that we did, right? So, you know, and what was the upside for him? You know, it, it, it opened up that entire market for him, you know. And then, you know, because I'm known as Mr. Disruptor, Jake Paul's getting married, you know, and then, of course, like I say, they call James Bond. So they call me up and, uh, you know, I, get, I'm, 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 I make the news. How do I make the news? I fucking throw champagne on the wife. How do I do that? I pay someone $10,000 cash to make it happen. You know, that's what I do, bro. I mean, I make the news, you know, that, that, that's how it happens, man. You know, you, you don't just get on the news. OK, you're getting married. Amazing. God bless you, whether it's real or not real. Not my business. When you call Shiraz. It's one job. How do I disrupt this event? You know, and what I did is uh, I said the way to do this is when you say you may now kiss the bride. I'm going to find someone here who's going to throw champagne on your missus. Are you down with that? He said, hell yeah, I'm down with that. <laughs> so I, I find some guy. Uh, we gave him $10,000. And uh, I told the guy, listen, you're not going to get put in hospital, but you're going to get a couple kicks and punches up the ass. Take it because it's going to be the fastest 10 grand you're ever going to make in your life. And um, he did it. 
And uh, if you look at the video on, uh, I'm sure it's on my website or somewhere, but when you say, you may now kiss the bride, that was the moment where the dude had to go to work to earn his $10,000. And he, he threw the champagne and then immediately, of course, I had my cameras there, my media, my paparazzi, my whole network was there. And I was servicing that content and t out to the entire world. And what did it do? Everyone was talking about Jake Paul's wedding. Yeah. And let me tell you yeah. something. I've got so many case studies like this in Fame by Shiraz Masterclass, brother. It, you'll make you shake <laughs> how business really works, bro. How the real funny Well, works, I man. love you on Instagram. I think you, you have a great account on Instagram. You can follow him at, at Shiraz. And, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is a video on there. You had the video of Jessica. It was a TMZ video, and it was a Jessica Simpson, I think, book signing. And I guess there was uh, the... PETA people, PETA people, PETA people came out, you know, about animal fur. What did you do for that event? Again, servicing that content out to the media. You know, that's what they want. Jessica Simpson loves it. Come on, come on. Who else is going to fucking buy the book? Who else is going to buy the stuff? You need media. Guys, if you don't get media, you, listen, you've got to understand this. Sorry about the shameless plugging for Fame by Shiraz Masterclass, but this is how it goes, bro. It's either paid media or earned media. When you come to me, you get earned media, which means free media. Jessica Simpson is not going to go spending millions of dollars promoting a book and taking billboards and ads and spending all that crazy money. It's very simple. You call Fame by Shiraz and we, we, we create some disruption and you've just made $50 million of free media. Free media. Everyone's talking about you. So I've been a part of some of the biggest dramas over the last two decades and that's why they call me Mr. Earn Media, because I get people so much free media. It's so ridiculous. was that strategy with Jessica? Did she say, hey, listen, Shiraz, I need you guys to make this? It's, it's, it's never the talent. You know, it's the people. So you you arrange the protesters to come in and, and start going? No, there, there are protesters. We know what's going on, but every, they're working with the media. Otherwise, you know, everyone's tipping everybody off. Put it that way. Everyone's in on it at some level, right? So when you have protesters going on, you know, we know what, who they are, who the people are. We know the right camera angles to get. And then someone's servicing that content out to the media. And some, sometimes we, we have other people, you know, we have filters, we have people on cell phones, we have people planted to ask questions. You know, that's how it works. You know, sometimes you get that wacky question being asked at a press conference. Hello, earn media. <laughs> how do they get there? Right? So you, you got to understand it's a game. It's a game of fame. So how many how many of these media sense that we've seen over the last 10 years would the the the, the general pop population be surprised were set up or faked or whatever there's a lot bro there's a lot honestly you uh, the, your your listeners you know if they if they uh, watch my fame by Shiraz masterclass i will tell you one thing it's going to open up your eyes, man, of how the real Hollywood. Give us one example that I think we would all be surprised that we were like, oh shit, that was orchestrated. Just one. Um, let's see. The one that I can talk about. Uh, Kim Kardashian, The Flower. That was orchestrated. Oh, okay. When she got the flower bomb on her? Of course, man. <laughs> okay. So that did she what know that was going to happen to her? A team. People know. Just people now, know. Now, does she get upset, though, when she finds out that that was done just for a publicity stunt then? Media, brother, media. Why would you be upset when $100 million worth of free media? Why would you be upset? $100 million. That means the entire world well, is getting to say your I, name. I, the only reason I say it is because she cares about her look. She cares about her appearance. So if she gets flower Everybody bombs, cares about media. Everybody cares about media. Everybody cares about media. Everybody wants fame. Yeah. No, if you're coming into the business of Hollywood, 
Okay, please don't give me this bullshit that about I want to heal people, I want to be the next Mother Teresa, I want to do this for humanitarian reasons. It's fame, bro. Fame is a drug. And if you don't get that hit, you die. You don't understand. Fame is a drug. It's an addiction, man. It's an addiction. You have to keep getting that hit out of sight, out of mind. So you have to be relevant. You have to be in the news. Now, some celebrities hate it. I get it. But guess what? The publicists don't hate it because they want to keep collecting that retainer, bro. Mm -hmm. They want to keep collecting that cash, that check. So you have to you have to be a part of the game. You have to. Otherwise, who's knocking on your door? You think Spielberg's going to fucking knock on your door? Yeah. Oh, I've got a film role for you. You're so relevant. Bullshit. You have to be out there. You have to be seen. It's so true. You have to be seen, bro. So you have to be seen. And now, listen, you've got the, you're going up against influencers. You're going up against people who have hundreds of millions of followers. So many people on TikTok, whatever, Instagram, YouTube. Now you've got traditional Hollywood right now that's sitting at home, unemployed, uh, making a bit of money uh, from the residuals, but they're not making any cash. And now you've got these bloody 16, 18-year-olds driving Lamborghinis and Ferraris and traveling you know, in, in jets wherever they go because they understand the power of social media. They're bringing in that cash flow, bro. They're getting 50 grand, 100 grand, 200 grand, 500 grand for a post, for a post, for sitting at home. Think about that. Right now, every other Hollywood star, they're ringing up their agent, unless they've got networks like Fame by Shiraz that has media, like buyers who are going to spend money on celebrities. Otherwise, where, what are they doing right now? There's no work. But the people who embrace digital, they're making bank, man. They're making so much money while sitting at home because they've got that engaged audience. They've got it. They've got the engaged audience, man, and, and they're making that money. So now there's going to be a shift. There has to be a shift in Hollywood because if you're a traditional actor, you're, you're, you're saying, hold on a minute. How is that person that barely has a – he has a pulse and he's making 100 grand a, a post? A pulse. That's the talent. A pulse. That's the talent and they're making 100 grand. And then you're some movie star. You're, imagine if you're an Oscar winner. You want to talk about being butt hurt? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me, bro? Just someone doing a fucking uh, uh, a stupid video on, on TikTok or whatever, on Instagram or on YouTube, and they're making up to a million dollars or whatever a month on that? And then you're worried about what am I going to say in my Oscar speech, bro? How are you going to pay your mortgage? These kids are making so much money. So, the so are you are you going after any of these Big media stars. I mean, Logan Paul, yes, uh, Jake Paul. But like, are you are, are you calling up Addison Ray or you know any of these other people that? Go to, to my Instagram, bro. <laughs> the last shot of Addison Ray paparazzi showdown was on Fame by Shiraz, brother. The social media stars are massive on social media, but guess what they need when they walk the streets of Beverly Hills? They need to be that chaos, that excitement. Dude, we've been talking about this, Shiraz. Like, literally, we've been talking about how there's all these social media stars who haven't, like, crossed over to, like, the general public fame yet. That's what we're doing. I can, I can tell you right now, the, the whole purpose of what we've been doing with Fame by Shiraz is, is doing that. And I've worked with all of them. I've worked with the Ace family. I've worked with Lele Pons. I've worked with all of them, bro. i work with every big influencer, you know? I've taken, I, if, I've not, if I haven't taken them abroad for appearances or activations, then I'm activating them for sure in Beverly Hills in, in LA because these guys are so big. Again, they have that other problem. They're so big online, but when they're coming out of a restaurant, they want to be yeah. seen. They want that excitement. We, I just did a, uh, I got called the other day for, um, it was uh, one of the TikTok, you know, the TikTok houses, right? So they had a birthday party in West Hollywood and, um, 
It was all my cameras there. I had a whole bunch of cameras there. And guess who showed up at the birthday party to make sure that they stay, you know, to keep Kylie's skin relevant amongst the biggest TikTok stars? Kylie Jenner shows up. And Kylie Jenner parks her car in the front. Yep. Why does Kylie Jenner need to go to a TikTok star's birthday party? Because she can get free press through every TikTok account out there. No, free love, <laughs> highly skin, brother. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's free press through all the other TikTok accounts that are going to be tweeting about her, talking about her. And if you go into my Instagram, I was the one that leaked out the tip because I got the tip. <laughs> Amazing. Now she comes in there. It's a win-win for everybody. We amplify that across the world in the news. Every TikTok star is having... Uh, you know, it's like their dream come true, hanging out with, with, with Kylie Jenner, you know. And then, you know, look, look at uh, Kourtney Kardashian. Kourtney Kardashian? Who cares about Kourtney Kardashian? But you know what? Let's hang out with Addison Ray. Let's be relevant. Let's be relevant. Let me get to that younger uh, demographic. Smart move on Kourtney's part. Smart move. Got to give her credit. Think about it. If I hang out with a big TikTok star, now every young kid's going to know who I am. Every young kid's going to think I'm a sexy mama. Good move. Great branding. She'll, get, she'll make more money on her social media posts. She'll make more money on brand deals. God bless the fucking Kardashians. <laughs> They've got it down to a wire. They've got it down to a wire, man. I love, so tell, tell us about your masterclass because obviously you know, you've, you've talked about it a couple times during this. You've brought it up. But like, what are people going to get if they join your masterclass? I'm going to tell you, first of all, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you absolute truth. Okay, number one, I, I did this masterclass. It's over 10, 10 episodes, no script. Okay, I, didn't, I, I literally, literally, I went in front of a camera and I knew my subject matters that I'm going to talk about, whether it's breaking news, live activation, setup shots, whatever I was going to talk about. And I literally looked at a camera and I spoke from my heart. You are going to get the truth. If you want to be famous, I'm going to break it down for you exactly what you need to do to become famous without doing a deal with the devil. You don't need to fuck anyone. You don't need to screw anyone. You don't need to cheat behind your boyfriend. Do you know how much cheating happens in this town, bro? Do you know how much lying happens when you're in a relationship and your person's in the entertainment business? They are lying 24-7 around your ass to become famous. Why? Because I'm the fucking biggest fame dealer in the world, bro. I hear these stories every single day. And I said to myself, enough is enough. I need to create something that allows people to live their dream the right way, the safe way, without doing a deal with Satan. And I break it down in all the case studies that I've worked with, from Miley Cyrus to Justin Bieber to Selena Gomez to Jennifer Lopez to the Kardashians to Paris Hilton. I've worked with everybody. And I broke it down into a roadmap that what you need to do, and it doesn't matter if you're an actor, singer, model, influencer, businessman, brand owner, Product doesn't matter. The rules of fame apply across the board. And I've broken it down across 10 lessons so you can really learn how can I get to the result in the fastest way possible, you know? And I give you the tricks, I give you the back doors. I tell you who you need to pay off. That's that's right, brother. Who do you have to corrupt? Who do you have to give some cash to? Or you wanna spend 10 years and get your ass kicked and die with your dream and tell your dream to your grandkids because your, your dream didn't happen, because that's the damn reality. I give everyone a wake-up call, and, and I'm not speaking, I'm not being negative, I'm telling you the truth. No one else in the world is gonna give you the truth of what I give in my masterclass, absolutely not. And I can tell you one thing, okay? I had a meeting with 
one of the, I'm not even going to mention their name, but I'll give you a couple of hints. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to tell you which one, but his name was Simon. And, uh, they told me whatever happens, whatever happens with fame by Shiraz masterclass, do not give out any of the secrets. Do not give out the, the, the magic dust. Why? Don't, don't do it. Why would they care? Because that, because that's why if you look at that damn Hollywood sign, bro, that's what the entire business is sold on that magic dust. And that's why people land with the thousands, the thousands of people every day that I want to become famous. I want to make it in Hollywood. Please don't reveal that. And I said, I have two daughters. And if I were to allow my two daughters to come into the business of fame, it's not going to happen because I've seen way too much heartbreak. I've seen way too much pain of my loved ones, my friends, my families, and, and people, celebrities that I've worked with and traveled the world with. Okay. That it, it is so damn heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. It's unbelievable. You know, and I'm gonna give you one a quick nugget that I did with um, as an example in Fame by Shiraz Masterclass. Okay, there was a lady, um, an actress called Meghan Markle. I've okay? never heard of her. She... And, <laughs> and, 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 and back in the day, we were doing setups with her, right? Building a career, whatever. Set up paparazzi, media, whatever. Okay, you know how powerful the, the drug of fame is. She said, "I don't, want, I just don't want to be an actress, man. I'm a hit TV show on Suits. I want to be a princess." Okay. So she raised the bar so high, she now says, you know what, I want the fame so bad that she now goes and uh, gets married to Prince Harry, okay? She goes to Prince Harry, think about this, bro. She's married the most famous princess in the world, the most famous couple in the world, and it's still not enough. She's still not happy. What does she do? She says, fuck you to the queen, okay? And she gets on a plane. There are hundreds of countries in the world, guys, that Meghan Markle could have gone to. She came to Hollywood. She came to Hollywood. And you think about this. This is a woman who is an actress, leaves it, becomes a princess, flips off the queen, comes back to Hollywood to live her dream. Why? Because she needed the injection of fame, bro. She wanted movies. She wanted TV. And I tell everybody this story, okay? All men who are listening to this podcast around the world, we must look at our brother, Prince Harry, of how much fucking that man loves Meghan Markle, bro. Because he, he took it to another level. If, if us three think that we love our partners or our loved ones, whoever we love, we don't do crap compared to <laughs> Prince Harry. <bro. laughs> it is a role He gets his ass whipped every day. Every day, man. Think about that. Because he loves her. Now, she's come here. She signed a Netflix deal. Why? Because she wants fame. So what's the moral of the story? Okay, the moral of the story is forget the fame. Appreciate who you have in your life. Appreciate your loved ones. Appreciate life. Be spiritual. There are uh, many other things that are important in life instead of just chasing the fame dragon, what I call it. Because look, Meghan Markle is still not satisfied, guys. She is still not satisfied. She should have stayed in Africa, gone to India, gone to the Middle East, gone to Australia. Don't come to Hollywood, bro. Take your, your humanitarian causes somewhere else. Why did you come to Hollywood? Fame, fame, still not satisfied. So for all of your listeners out there, I encourage you to uh, 
uh, check out Fame by Shiraz Masterclass because you'll understand that you don't need to do a deal with the devil. You should control that desire. I'll give you the fast tricks and the track for, to get to your goal without having to do a deal with the devil. Because the bottom line, I'll tell you right now, Meghan Markle, come on, guys, that there's no more powerful example for anyone to do a deal with the devil than Meghan Markle, bro. Period. Because she, she has, listen, she's still here, bro. She's still in Hollywood. She's still in Hollywood. I love it. Shiraz, I know we can't keep you much longer, so we'll tell people, go to famebyshiraz.com. That's where you can get his masterclass, find out some more information on it. Follow him on IG at Shiraz. Um, but thanks, dude. We appreciate you stopping by. We appreciate you spitting some of your knowledge because I feel like we have both watched you for many, many years, even though... We were in two different industry, uh, I guess, two different companies, but we definitely watched you. So, you know, I appreciate you just kind of educating you know, us on your people uh, the truth. philosophy. Yeah, and I, I think that's nice. Nice to hear it, man. And you guys, you guys, I've known you for a while, man. So that's why I wanted to do this. I've, I've got honestly, my phone is blowing up with interviews, but I've worked with you guys from the beginning. So respect is due, bro. We, we all come from the same the same era of building the Kardashians, man. We're, we're in that era, man. I love it, <laughs> Woo. man. I, 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 Dax, what's your takeaway? What did you take away from this? Well, he's definitely intense, but I like the passion. I like the, you know, listen, the guy believes in himself. That's the one thing he keeps saying is like, you got to believe in yourself if you want to get to that next level. That's what Kim has. That's what Paris has. And he has that. And I think that's why he's been successful. Um, and I, you know, there, there's a lot of moments over the last 12 years that I'm like thinking back now questioning, was it set up? Was it real? Like he's got my brain even working because if you would ask me if the Kim K flower situation was like a setup thing, I probably would have been like, no, because she was super annoyed. And again, it goes back to maybe she wasn't in on it, but if her people were in on it, I think kind of changes the whole scenario. I would say, and it's hard for him to you know, probably say that she was in on it, but he, you know, she somehow is in on it. I mean, but listen, Kim Kardashian's brilliant, brilliant. She is the queen of media. So even if she was completely in on it, I would say smart move on her part, because that really was one of the most talked about stories for like a good week when it happened. Yeah, it's like, what did I tell you? I told you right away, like, so, dude, we got Shiraz coming, and you're like, what? Tell me about it. Well, you knew about him. I was like, I gotta say one thing. He's intense, but he's good intense. Like, listen, if you're working with someone, you want someone who's passionate in what they're doing, you know? And he's he delivers. Dude, he's, and how many, how many people want to be famous out there? Like, they, you come across thousands of people on a daily basis that are dying to become famous. So, what he is doing is also... A brilliant move here I'm giving you the key to the castle on how to become famous I don't you know and whether you apply it to your life and you make it work for you people are gonna be throwing money at him to become famous and note the thing is too the way he approaches it, it's mutually beneficial for everyone everyone's getting a very good taste of it where the, the paparazzi are making money from the photos the celebrities get in the press the venues get in the press like it just works out for everyone so it's actually he turned the knob just a little bit everyone's working together just like he did with Paris so not like working you know he's doing his thing Paris is one thing he said I'm gonna work with the celebrity and that's Listen, I you know if you go on his social, you see Paris Hilton pretty much uh, commenting on every single photo he does. If you watch the new Paris Hilton documentary, he's got a he's big part of it. it. You see him walking with Paris the entire time, and he loves the chaos. Like chaos is what attracts us. So 
Uh, thank you to Shiraz. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you like and subscribe, and you can win some prizes. Right now, we're uh, you know we were working our friends with. Uh, the autographed company at Primetime Signatures, Autograph City on Facebook. Those guys are great. But right now, we're working with our friends at Sun River Botanicals. They're one of the best CBD people out there. Check them out on Instagram if you're into the CBD world. Uh, they're great. If you could follow me at Adam at Adam Glynn, I'd appreciate that. Uh, if you could follow Dax at, at Dax Holt, he'd appreciate that. And we'll see you guys and later. Just, and rate. Remember, rate, review. All of that stuff means a lot to us. And I'm reading them. So thank you. Yes, so leave a review, leave a comment. We got some good guests coming up. (laughs) Subscribe, and we'll see you guys later. Bye.